So, so far for dinner, I've had two nachos. Singular nachos? Singular nacho chips? nachos. I've had a bite-sized Snickers. Fun-sized. Fun-sized. A fun-sized Three Musketeers. Ooh. One of your sugar fruit. Sugar fruit things. 40 calorie bars. we are bars. sponsored by strawberry banana. And then popcorn. The That's been my dinner. Are you even calling that popcorn? Because you hated on it. It was skinny pop. I'm, I'm not going to lie, man. Like... Just sacrifice 50 more calories for something. <laughs> I like, dude, I think it tastes good. It's got, dude, it is the most bland popcorn I've ever had. Like, if you put no seasoning and then made it lighter, that's what it is. And you know What's that's what it is. What's wrong with packaged air? That's you, basically... You might as well just screw the popcorn and just start eating air. Right now. Yeah, Give it a little like crunch that. and I'm in. That's a calorie. The only problem you that's know. That's calorie. The air, you know what they say, half of taste is smell. So if the air at all is polluted... With, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I eat eggs that day, mm, you're tracking with me. Oh, I know what you're trying to You know what I'm saying? That could be naughty. I'm smelling while you're stepping in. Dude, you don't want to be smelling that. I've been, I'm going down there. I've been eating way too many eggs lately. My diet, I actually agree with Becca when she says this. It's kind of like a four-year-old kid that hasn't went to kindergarten yet. Ooh. As in, the way that I hear you say that is you still enjoy the the sweet, good things of life and you haven't become jaded by the rest of the world. Exactly. You know what? I'm so glad you said that because everyone else who thinks differently can piss the piss right off. Mm-hmm. I bet those people don't even like peanut butter and jellies. Yeah. Mm. What do you think if we don't cuss on the pod, but we bleep out certain words like we do? <laughs> Episode... <laughs> oh, man. That can be interpreted as so many different things. <laughs> We should start doing that. That's our new bet right there. That's a new bet. Episode 32. Can't believe we've been doing this for 32 episodes. Welcome to this episode. And guess what? We're kind of out of the sports lull. It's been a weird time. We like talking about baseball. Other people don't like talking about baseball. But it's back in full force now because topic-wise, I'm going to give a little teaser of what's to come. I love teasers. U.S. Women's National Team eliminated. Boom. Got to talk about that. Then we're talking about Messi's MLS takeover. Bryson DeChambeau shooting a 58, which is, as you know, not out of my reach Craig on Craig. nine holes. Then the college football conference shakedown. Then we've got NFL preseason, MLB midseason happening with a fight. We're I talking gloves off, fist up, Jake Paul style. Oh, <laughs> you took what I was going to say. I was going to say, I was going to say, I didn't know Jake Paul not qualifies for the MLB. <laughs> yeah, dude, it has nothing to do with skill level. You just need someone on your bench now in the MLB that can come in full force and then just like get a bench clearing bro. You know what they're going. calling those people now? The Rockies of the sport. Ooh, the Rocky Balboa. The Rockies of the mm-hmm. sport. You have the Adolis Creed, I thought if they you say the, the bench clearers. Gosh, I, you know what that makes me think of though, seriously, mm-hmm. before we get into these topics? I haven't watched a good movie in a while. Like a movie Ooh. that I've been like, that's a good movie. Like I've watched the movies. And I'm like, okay, like that was fine. Even the covenant. I thought you really liked that one. Covenant was gas, 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 but that was a, what a month ago. Ooh, that's true. That's been a while. It's been a while. I'm so starting probably to watch, in a month. I'm watching, uh, the extractions now. I've never watched them before with Chris Hemsworth. On Netflix. Never seen him. It's good. I don't is know it, if it, I don't it a know series. If Gas. There's two now. The second one is out as of 2023. First one was 2020. Pretty gas. But that's a perfect transition to another teaser. The draft coming up. Yes. 
Christian Mosier yep. and myself are becoming directors because for this draft, we are going to make a blockbuster banger. I couldn't agree anymore. And different genres. <laughs> Is it gangries? Gangries. Genre. No, it's, it's gangries. Gingries. Gingries. What's another weird word? Jazz. I don't like, I've never Dude, liked that word. Don't get me started on this. Too many words. If you stop and think about it, they sound weird. Jazz. Jazz. Hands. Hands. It's like a bee. Jazz. Bees. 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 Bees knees. Bears. Beats. Battlestar Battle Galactic. <laughs> oh, and, 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 we've got a new segment coming up. Today. Oh, new seg dog. Mm -hmm. So we're not going to tell you what that is because you know what this is. Mm. We're trying to get you hooked. So you listen through and find out. See Which, that? You, the person listening to this is like a four pound bass. And here I am, <laughs> right? I have, I have a bobber and worm. You went to Walmart. You picked and, out a little, little rod. And they're wondering, should I keep listening? And I'm throwing that bobber out there. That, I'm throwing that, it, it out a there. juicy night crawler on it. Yes. Maybe even two. When I was a little kid, this probably hasn't changed. I just haven't fished with worms in a long time. But I used to get like as many worms as I could and just wrap and wrap. And I would immediately like in cast the it. And they would just all go flying off. Like you try to wrap them in the like yeah, all around the hook. the hook as many times as I could. So it's just like but a through blob the hook, of worms. Though, yeah, oh, I would yeah. go through the through the hook like five times. Six Isn't it times weird when you hook a worm and just it like poops? Oh yeah. And I, there would be a lot of times. And I, I just, always ate it. <laughs> oh, yeah, always I'm like, nom nom nom, give me some more. Dude, no, I would no, no. I would cut the worms in half, just saw them in half accidentally because I would put too many hooks through it. Wait, seriously? Yeah. Joe's it, fishing with four poles and 40 worms. Dude, it's funny how it works. You're like, in my mind, I don't want this worm to go anywhere. So I'm going to hook it more times. Ironically, it's making it more likely to fly off because the worm's just getting cut in half. Mm -hmm. Over and over again. Over and over again. So worms. Bears. Battlestar Galactica. And what happened on this day in history? I'm telling you what. Here's a couple things. And I'm throwing it back. I feel like this is a throwback pod for some reason. I'm throwing it back to the 19th century. 1821, Missouri. We're talking early 19th Missouri, mm -hmm. who we all know as the state of Missouri in the United States. And the state of misery. Was admitted as the 24th U.S. state. 24th? On August 10th. 24th for them is the least surprising number I think it could have been. Yeah, I mean, I almost didn't read it because it bored me. But this is a kind of cool fact. 1833. Chicago, which, as you might know, is as the Windy City. Or the City of Dreams. Wrigley Field. Everything. It incorporates as a village of 200 people in 1833. So in or less than 200 years, it's grown to what it is Wait, today. Wait, how many years was that after the state of misery? Uh, 12. Ooh. Missouri was 1821. Way more interesting. I'm also a little ticked off at Missouri right now because I just saw some SEC preseason rankings and they have Missouri ahead of us, which is just dumb because Missouri sucks at everything. Football? Yeah. They're fine. We like somehow no, lose them every dude. year. But they've got ugly colors, an ugly logo. They're a worse Columbia than us. Trash state. Dude, they just suck as a person. Yeah. Nothing like our Gamecocks. Am I right? I love our Gamecock. Are we going to a game or what? Dude, we're going to a game. We we're better get at least one. one game. What we don't love, though, is the U.S. women's national team being eliminated in the round of 16 for the first time ever. 
We don't love it, man. I'll tell you what. Because there's been nothing below third place. Ever. Ever. Since 1991. 1991, when the Women's World Cup was established. And the inception of it. Conception of it. Um, I think it consummated something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When people consummated. The Women's World Cup. Yes. No, but seriously, in all honesty, uh, I actually watched the game at 5 a.m. You woke or up? Or 6 a.m. Well, I woke up at like after six, but I watched the last bit of the second half, mm. and then I watched overtime, and then I watched penalty kicks. So I let me say something. I'm gonna take this over for, for Dude, thirty take seconds. It over. We were watching it at Bethany Beach. My mm. uncle has a beach house at Bethany Beach, like two miles from the beach, but yeah. it's we go there as a family every summer. He is the number one high school soccer coach in Delaware. He's won ten straight. State titles. It's crazy. Wow. So he knows soccer very well. And like my cousin, his daughter's going to play at um, Westchester or some college for soccer. Mm -hmm. So I was watching it with them, which was fun because they were like analyzing the entire game. I do need to do that. And I never get that. Yeah. Right. With soccer, except, you know, uh, besides my dad, I never really get, especially women's soccer. And they were disappointed, obviously, because they felt, and now I feel because I am them. That we hung on to the old players too much. Rapino, Alex Morgan was there too long. We just Ooh. hung on to the old players too much. And there's too much young talent that would just sat there. That sounds like a hot take that I like, knowing mm-hmm. nothing about. Sign me so, up for it. Anyway, once again, I'm, I'm not an expert in soccer, but listening to them talk, which obviously they're experts in soccer. But the game, I tell you what, man, US outplayed Sweden. But the yeah, problem is... But they lost. Correct. But the problem is they couldn't score. They didn't score in 238 minutes of play, right? And came down to penalty kicks. They had two chances to win. Two. And, and back to the point, Megan Rapino, Who I, I have some choice words for Megan Rapino, but I'm not going to say them. But anyways, two chances to win. And I knew, literally, first of all, if you blow a chance in that stage, it's over. Mm-hmm. They blew two. And then, dude, they lost by literally a millimeter. Did you see that? Yeah, but I mean, honestly, you don't deserve to win at that. Correct. In fact, I was rooting for Sweden to make that last game. (laughs) Like, I was the first time I pulled against America, said Christian, in that moment. But I mean, okay, so you hedged, emotionally hedged. We talked about it last week. Where you're saying that they're going to lose. But did you think it was going to be that bad? I thought they were going to lose 2-0. Oh, wow. Sweden's number three in the world. So Sweden is a top five worldly soccer, like, like, like worldwise, they're, they're number three in the world. In the world. So think about that. Because it all goes back to what I said earlier. I should be on Fox explaining this to the people. But it all goes back to what I said earlier. They tied Portugal. If they do not tie Portugal and they score one goal and they win one nothing. We're not asking for a lot here. So... They score one goal, beat Portugal, which Portugal is not that good. But they We're score also one goal. About, hold on. One goal. They score one goal. And guess what? Guess who they play instead of Sweden? South Africa, who the Netherlands destroyed. Mm-hmm. They're a much easier team. Netherlands won their bracket. Or not Netherlands, sorry. Netherlands did win. But Sweden won their bracket. So because the U.S. finished second, that's who they had to face. So first of all, they did it themselves for Portugal. And they did it to themselves in the penalties. So, like, 
So I, I don't feel sorry for this team. Sorry. It does feel like they've had a lot of chances. Like losing on on the goal that barely inched, centimetered, millimetered, whatever it was across the line feels poetic for the way that this World Cup's been. Agreed. It's like chance after chance. Nothing. What a disappointment, says me from this Sitting. chair. Right anyway, here. but that's the first time. I mean, I don't know. I was just, I was just disappointed. Mm. And I think everyone is like, obviously, this is the worst they've ever finished. The women's world. This is the ninth women's World Cup, and this is the worst they've ever finished. What three, three, six, seven? Two, eight. This is nine. This is nine. Four first places. Four out of nine first places. Three third place, two second. Yeah, I think that's right. And now fifteenth, fourteenth, sixteenth. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Who knows? But anyway, other soccer news. Way more exciting. Sign me up because Lionel, Lionel, however you say it, Messi is taking over Lionel MLS Messi! in the storm that everyone could have only dreamed of. Here's a here's a hot take. Hit me. Messi comes over to the MLS. Right. Comes an American citizen. Is that where you're going? No, I'm oh. just saying the MLS now. It's going to raise the bar for talent. So I was hearing that you would think a lot of these really talented players, they're like, I'm going to the MLS. I'm going to kind of mail it in, get a paycheck. But it sounds like he was training hard for this. Like he's coming over. He's like, I want to show that I'm the best and like dominate. And, yeah. and guess what? Seven goals in his first four games. It's disgusting. Some disgusting. of his goals too. A couple were like layups, but dude, a couple goals he scored. Talk about upper nine, just like uh, upper decky, dude. It's like we one of my favorite score TikToks. On a PK, yeah. But guess what? The it's man like, is nasty. It's like one of my favorite TikToks where it's like upper decky zannies. <laughs> you know, it's like upper decky nineties. Same thing. Same, same thing. thing. Literally the same thing. Can so, he win them the championship? That is the question. <laughs> and her Miami is currently fifteenth, aka dead last in the Eastern Conference. But they just won not to get eliminated. Dude, they're charging. Any game that, that it's not on turf, so any game that he's playing, he's going to win it for them. So, hot take. Inter-Miami is winning it all. They won't. I don't think they'll win it all. But I do think that they will not finish 15th. Wow. <laughs> Dude, you just... Wow. Are you sure you want that take out there? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't what know. a bold prediction. But it's cool. It's cool watching them. It's cool. Uh, they have an Apple TV contract, so it's like 40 bucks for the season or something mm -hmm. to watch every game. Dude, I bet those subs are just flying up. Yeah. If you're, yeah, if you're subbing to that, not this, though, I don't know. I'm, I'm questioning your decision-making. But that said... We are of the abundance mindset, and so we think there's enough in the world for you to to watch Messi if you want, and also sub for us. No, I'm not. Christian's not, but Christian. What's the right other? Now I'm trying. I'm trying to think. What's the other one? Not abundance. Scarcity. Scarcity. Yes, I am of the scarcity mindset. Either way, our message for you is to subscribe on and like. Spotify or Apple or both and YouTube. And like, you know and that, share. You know what that reminds me every time we do it? It's like uh, the early vlogs where it's like, hey guys, uh, Christian here. Make sure to like and subscribe to my channel. <laughs> like, and, <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love it. Um, what I, I'm not sure if I love or don't love or what, but Deschambeau shooting a 58. First in live career. First in live golf ever, whatever. He wins the Greenbrier. 
he said, quoted from him, it's the greatest moment in my golf career. And he's won two majors. In shooting a 58 on live. One, won that. He drained a 35-footer on a par three to do it. And he had a bogey in the round, which is kind of nuts. It was 70. So that's like someone shooting a 60 on 72, which we've all done. Dude. So I have a buddy who actually talked to this morning who went to that event. What he It say? was in the Greenbrier. It was a soggy day, wasn't it? He literally goes, and he, I don't think he was a big live fan. He goes, the next live event that's within a drive, we must go. Really? He said he absolutely loved it. And he's a golf guy. He just said he absolutely loved it. He said all the music and the vibe and the atmosphere. Unbelievable. Was it electric? He said that. He said electric? He didn't say electric, but he said it was awesome. Kind of nice. We should go. That would be fun. So, oh, he talked to DeChambeau. Uh, before, the day the before. Round. The day before. And so it, sat, oh, dude. Yeah. So he was the one who told him to do good. He's like, hey. I want you to go out there and I want you to break 60. He literally goes, uh, keep it up or some play well. And Bryson goes, oh, I will. And daggum skippy did he. Which brings me back to my original point. I do not know how I feel about this. About what, Liv or your knuckles? Uh, my knuckles. <laughs> Dude, need a little lotion or something. Uh, about DeChambeau shooting <laughs> uh, 58. Like, I, I kind I of love would it. rather any, anyone else. I think he's gotten better. At uh, golf, clearly he shot a 58. No, but it's like a person. Because he was just like this big meathead. He's lost a lot of weight. I almost didn't recognize the picture. I like, Well, I saw it, looked at the picture. I was like, that's not him. But I guess right, I don't wish question. bad on anyone. Never mind. I'll, I'll, no, 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 ask me a question. No, it makes no sense in this topic. Do it anyway. I was just thinking like, would you rather be like a D1 college athlete Yep. Say baseball. Yep. But you're fat. Or be absolutely ripped, healthy, but not athletic. Ripped. And I thought you would say that. Because here's the thing. Four years, max in college. And high school. You got to think you're good in high school. You're good in high school. If it's all about your athletic career, you're done at 22, whatever. Meanwhile, if you're ripped... No one really cares about sports that much afterwards. Like I try to play as much sports as I, as many sports as I can, but it's difficult. What but if, if you're only, ripped, what dude. if you're fat for 20 years? You're fat from 15 mm. in high school, 14 till 34. Mm. Your kid sees you fat. And then you get ripped? Not ripped, but you just, just get normal. in better shape. But like am I am I ripped and you're 275 pounds. Could I be a movie star? Because I'm like my hot pod in this. No, no, no. You went from 275 to 215. No, no, no. I'm saying like if I wasn't the athlete and I was just ripped. No, you own a podcasting company. What about you? Are you the athlete? Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> it's not even a thought. Because oh. I'm, I'm kind of like that now and I play D3. Yeah, so you're 275. Like... Yeah, you're, you're a solid 160. Yeah, with a beer gut, which is impressive. Oh, uh, should we talk about college football now? Uh, you talk about it, because I want to hear what you think. Okay, so conference realignment. Let's just quick overview of it. Uh, last year, Oklahoma and Texas big. decided they were leaving the Big 12 to come to the SEC, which is going to take effect in 2024. Kind of thought things were done for a little bit. Yeah. And then last week, 
the Pac-12 was meeting about a TV contract because that's what all of this is about. It's like TV money. So they were meeting about it, didn't really hear what happened. And then all of a sudden, uh, Oregon, UCLA, Southern Cal, and Washington went to the Big Ten. And then Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah went to the Big 12. So now there's just Cal, Oregon State, Stanford, and Washington State in the Pac-12, basically meaning it's not a Power 5 conference. So it's like the whole conference realignment. What's going to happen? I mean, I assume it's going to either dissolve or they're going to go to like a couple other conferences or maybe bring in some like trash schools. But like essentially at this point, the Power 5 is the Power 4 now. It's like these power conferences because the Big Ten is now 18 people, which hold on, I got to say something about that. I was about to say. ACC is 15. SEC will be 16, and then Big 12 will be 16. So it's, this again for like 2024. People are like upset about the SEC being called the Southeastern Conference because like there's Missouri and Texas. Like at least that's the Southeast quadrant of the US. The Big 10 now has 18 schools in it. Can we rename it at this point? So I was going to say that it pisses me off. You can't be the Big 10 and have what, 14? It'll 16? Be, it'll be 18, and the Big 12 will be 16. Oh. Like, that makes sense. The Big 12 is 16 teams, Why and does the that Big make sense? 10 is 18. That makes sense. It doesn't stupid. make sense. I say we boycott it. I would love to. I love college football too much. I know, I know. But, okay. Can we go to a USC game? Dude, we're going to go to a USC game this year. You know what? Just like how we're going to go to Dallas. It's the same conversation <laughs> we've had over and over. Except for... There hasn't been a USC game since we And there hasn't been a Stellas game. And Stellas hasn't existed. Mm. We haven't been able to go. We Let's get that on the calendar. It's about to say, we're going to have to do a Wednesday No free night. shout out, Stellas. We're going to have to do a Wednesday night or something because you're always traveling. Stellas, pay us money if you want us to shout you out again. Or give us a free dinner. We'll do weird things for 70 bucks. Weird things <laughs> for 70 bucks. But, okay, so this is what's happening now, or that is what's happening with conference football realignment. The names are stupid. Uh, names moving, are so ACC, I think they have a TV contract with ESPN through like 2036 or something. Holy But smokes. it's so much less money than the other conferences. So, I mean, you have to assume that they're going to start jumping ship. Like schools from Kind of there. gets me excited to think about football though. Gosh, I can't oh. wait for football. Now we're at, this is 16 <laughs> days. When is uh, USC's first game? Uh, the week after that. So I guess 22 more days. Rough. Start jumping Lane Stadium. Take that back. Lane Stadium got nothing on Willie B. I've never been. You heard that here first. Well, I, once again, once I go. <laughs> uh, first of all, but the names are, st- or second of all, or third of all, or lastly to end this topic, the names are dumb. And then... To close this all off, <laughs> the Big Ten should not have 18 teams in it. Moving right. on. Moving on. Here we go. Uh, MLB fight. You ready for this? Oh, we're going to throw yeah. a little video clip up on the oh, screen. Oh, we're watching again. Look at that. Jose Ramirez slides in. And then, oh, no. Tim Anderson squares up with him. He puts his fist up. And then gets knocked down. How embarrassing is that? You start the fight, you square up with the guy, you pull your fist out, and then you get just knocked down. Dude, that punch by Ramirez when he didn't look, how he just... I mean, he's just swinging. And he connected. 
He connected. Wow. It's like that. What's that one commercial? Get connected for free. Free at education connection. I'm not, I have no idea. I can't even help you out here. But Ramirez, I'm telling you what, man, that blind knockout. Dude, that was impressive. Also, apparently this fight went on for quite a while. I, th- I want to say it was like an hour or 30 minutes. That seems like because all the both before the benches, like everything got yeah, like cleared up. Yeah. Also, props to the refs for, or the umpires for just like stepping back and letting them fight. Why don't we Sports should see more fights? I agree. It's good for content. It's good for the game. Look, and don't say that it's barbaric because boxers exist. A, you boxers see? exist, and what did our ancestors do? Not only did they fight, they, they had murdered each other. For sport. But here we are. We just want to knock a kid out. Mm, we can't even knock a kid out. Wow. Mm. Tim Anderson apparently had old tweets talking about how tough he was. He was going through and deleting them. It's over. <laughs> He's done. Dude, you know how many times that, that clip has probably been shown? Oh, he's already having a tough year. I think it's got... I think... Here's my take. More than 50 million people have seen that clip, right? Oh. Between TikTok, Instagram, ESPN. How many people did you say? 50 million. Oh, yeah. Way more, I think. Other news, your guy, Spencer Strider. The guy who I took. He broke his own record and became now the new fastest, replacing himself to 200 strikeouts in a season. Then, last night, we're recording this on Tuesday night, great switch that you suggested, on Monday night, had a terrible game. Of course. But still, fastest to 200. Do you think it's the facial hair that, that's helped? I think it's the stash. Yeah. Also, he went to Clemson and is my favorite person who's ever been to Clemson. Really? Sean well, actually, Watson? I shouldn't say that because I had two siblings that went to Clemson. Loved them a lot. Just Sean Watson? Perf. Perf? Perf. Perfect about what? What's he perfect? Perfect. Per- pervily. My favorite guy from Clemson is probably D Hop. No, 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 no. It would be uh, Trevor Lawrence. Oh, you just said that to get under my skin. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that. I'm not. I want to not respond to this, but I can't. No self control. All right. You ready for this? It's a new segment. It's called Buying the Hype, or Are You Buying the Hype? We're going to have a topic, person, team, something, and we're going to ask, are we buying the hype on it? Argue about it. Sometimes we're going to agree. Sometimes we're going to disagree. And the topic today is Anthony Richardson. Are you buying the hype around him going into the 2023 football season? I think it's going to be awful. So you're not. I'm just getting that out there. You're not buying the hype. Absolutely not. And here's the thing. Everything has been pretty much attributed to his physical attributes. Fast. Big. Strong. Strong. I think that'd be good if he was a tight end, you know, or like a running back. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. He's playing the most mentally challenging position in football, right? And also, on top of that, you have to be deadly accurate in the NFL, not just have great arm strength. Like, you have to be deadly accurate. I think he's going to be one of those just, like, quarterbacks who, quote-unquote, like, get the job done, I guess, where they're not awful, but he's not going to be 
someone who is a great QB. Like he might lead a team who has really good pieces around him to a nine seven record, nine eight record. All right. It's interesting to me, before I jump into my take on it at all, that someone who is so anti Bryce Young, who is deadly accurate and off the charts mentally because he was not tall enough, mm-hmm. is saying that quarterback is not about physicality. Not to that degree. I think it's a piece of the puzzle. I don't think it's the piece of the puzzle. But it's if you don't have it, it's enough to make you not going to be a good quarterback. I I, I never said Bryce Young's going to suck. I don't think he's going to be. He's going to live up to a number one overall pick. That's a big difference. I never said Bryce Young's going to be trash. I just said like we might need to pull up the receipts on this one. <laughs> yeah, we can because well, from what I remember was like. <laughs> For a number one overall pick, it's very risky if you pick someone who's 5'10", 5'11". Maybe 5'8". <laughs> we don't know. Who knows? But it's a very risky pick because if you look at like the statistics, yeah, like very few QBs under six foot have ever done well, right? Now, I agree. Bryce Young mentally seems great, seems like a good leader, and he seems um, like he's pretty accurate for sure. But here's the problem already that they're saying in the Panthers camp. The kid's got no arm strength. Which is tough. It's tough. So I think, once again, Bryce Young, I'm hoping, I'm hoping he's Patrick Mahomes. Just for my Carolina Panthers. And he might be. Dude, he might be. Because so much about QB, and Peyton Manning said this, is that fast decision-making ability. No, I agree with that. And that's why we're out on Anthony Richardson. Or you're out. You're not so buying far. the hype. No, I'm not buying the hype. Now, I don't think he's like not going to be a starter or like might not be a decent QB. I just don't think he's going to be the QB to lead a team and like deep in the playoffs. Okay. Well, throwing this out there, NFL rookie watch. Okay, hold on. Uh, before we get anywhere, I'm not necessarily – I'm buying the hype. I'm getting that out there. Okay. <laughs> I'm not necessarily saying that that means – He's going to lead them to the playoffs. Okay. I'm just saying he's going to be a stud this year. This year? So we're talking about yeah, this year? Yeah, we're talking about the 2023 season. I think he's going to be a stud this year. Anthony Richardson, this is uh, tweeted out by NFL Rookie Watch, so take with it whatever you want. Anthony Richardson reportedly plans to play it around 6'4". Obviously, that's his height. He can't really change that. Thanks a lot. But 255 um, pounds this season. For reference, the average height of an NFL quarterback last season was 6'2 and a half. The average weight was 219.8. Derrick Henry, uh, obviously, goat, gas, the list goes on, measures in at 6'3, 247. So an inch taller, about 10 pounds higher, uh, heavier than Derrick Henry. And the crazy thing is, Richardson ran the 40 yard dash 0.11 seconds faster than Derrick Henry. So we've got an animal running the ball. So my personal take on this is even if passing's not there, he's going to be an animal running the ball this season. Who's going to be the running back? A- Anthony Richardson. <laughs> like, it, you know what I mean? Like, he's going to be insane running so the ball. So here's also why I think I, Anthony Richardson just pisses me off. It's because he reminds me of Cam Newton. And Cam Newton, dude, got under my skin because he had all of the attributes. He had a very strong arm. Mm-hmm. He was six six. He was fast, but yet he had two good seasons. And then after that, I would have rather had Taylor Heineke. Okay, like, 
there's part of that, and I'm not saying that that can't be Anthony Richardson, because part of that is Cam Newton destroyed his body in those two seasons, which I think Anthony Richardson might do. You know what I mean? Like, he was just net, like the 2015 season, he was not bad. He was he was not bad. He was the MVP. No, accurately wise, okay. like accurate accuracy wise, he was not bad. He ran a lot in the 2015 season. Like he had a lot of deep balls, deep passes. Yeah. But accuracy wise, he was pretty good. That's why he like the D back or like the DBs knew that he was pretty accurate, and so they couldn't like do they couldn't like lay off the wide receivers like they could. And, and like, dude, I saw so many throws. That he overthrew by 10 years. Like, it wasn't even close. Because I've watched every Panthers game. I've seen so many throws where he would just overthrow by 10 yards. And the frustration of that eats at you at a different level. Well, it's like Cam Newton. Every single throw for him had to be at 100% power. Yes. So it's like missile straight. Yeah. Missile at this angle. And if you get the launch angle at all off, it's just like. Yeah. So that's why I think Anthony Richardson pissed me off. But, I mean, for the kid, I hope he does well. But you're not buying the hype. No. Well, I am. I think it's you know what? That's yeah. I'm not buying the hype at all. Actually. So even. So hypothetically, he has a Cam Newton season, 2015, 2016. Fizzles out like Cam Newton. To me, that's worth the hype because he's getting compared to Cam Newton. You know what I mean? If he doesn't win a Super Bowl, I don't care. Cam Newton did not win that Super Bowl. If he would have won the Super Bowl. So now the hype is Anthony Richardson's going to win a Super Bowl? No, no, no. The hype for me with Cam Newton, the thing that hurts is like, the, uh, you yeah, could have the, the thrown everything away. Like, I don't care. But if you win that 2015 Super Bowl, that makes up for the next five seasons, which you sucked. Dude, I mean, I agree in a lot of ways. I was listening to an interview today with Von Miller, mm-hmm. and he was talking about that Super Bowl. Uh, cause he's on the Broncos and he's still like, you know, I mean like part of it's luck. He's like, that team was so nasty. He's like, if we play them 10 times, I think we maybe win twice. That one. Their hurt. defense also was disgusting. Yeah, Luke Keekly, like it was oh, insane that, that defense. Guy. Oh, Cam Newton was going off. Oh, that would have been, mm, that hurts. And what, what did they finish the season? 14 and two. Did they, I thought it was 15 and one. Maybe it was, it was up there, dude. I just remember being a Panthers fan being like, what is Because they lost, it was like three weeks before the end of the season or something like that, two weeks before. Anyway. Who cares? Who cares? They didn't win. They didn't win. Speaking of winning and losing, Florida man, you ready for it? Yep. <sighs> Nervous, heart's beating fast. <laughs> Story number one. A disturbance unfolded on a Sunday afternoon at a Fort Myers Taco Bell as a Florida man went on a rampage. The man entered the restaurant and began yelling and smashing the kiosk with a piece of plywood. Responding to the situation, the Taco Bell manager emerged and firmly requested the man's departure, simultaneously notifying law enforcement. Though the man exited the restaurant, he continued his destruction. Though the man exited the restaurant, he continued his destructive spree by smashing multiple vehicles in the parking lot. Soon after, police found and arrested the man at a nearby fast food restaurant. Story number two. Around 1.45 a.m. Thursday morning, the manager of a Tallahassee Wendy's was alerted to activity near the drive-thru window. 
When he checked the surveillance feed, the manager witnessed a man climbing out of a green Ford Ranger and retrieving a cordless drill from his tools or his truck's toolbox. The man, later identified as Henry Norton, utilized his drill to open and enter through the drive-through window. The manager promptly notified the authorities, and police soon arrived, finding Norton in a precarious situation. Norton had managed to access the interior through the window, but his attempt to climb through the window his midsection wouldn't fit, leaving him stuck half in the window. Mm, this Which one's not too. as clear to me as it's not the as others. Clear. That Might was gotta go eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Catch a tiger by its toe. No, no, no. So story number two had more details, so you want me to pick that. So story one is true, story two is false. It's true, <laughs> it's true. Write him like a book, daggone it. That sting. You know, this was a last minute one, and so I was like... I was nervous that I was going to have too much detail in story number one and that <laughs> the name was more unique than what I had. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to put something up here. Dang, we still can't trick each other. That's like <laughs> the whole thing now. Like the first one to trick each other, it's going to be. I know. I thought I had you there. Dang. I mean, I just read it like a book, didn't I? I mean, like just open. At least, can we just take a moment of silence and, and gratitude for the fact you didn't say, my gut just says story number two is true. My gut said one was true. Thank goodness. I'd rather you be right than your gut be right. You love, I can't take that one more time. You love my gut. What was it? Your pooch? My pooch. Your pooch. Oh, man. All right, draft. You and I, we are directors, movie producers, and we're going to draft. It's going to be three actors, actresses, actors, whatever you want, a director, composer, and then your fam favorite word, a genre. Genre. Boom. Well, we you can do it in any order no, you want. No, genre. Well, I'm going to do genre first, but you can pick in any order. So you probably don't want to pick a genre after I pick one because you can go for the other ones. Strategy ones. I'm going genre. Okay. Well, I'm going genre first. Genre first. You just want to say genre. Uh, action. Oh, I thought I was going first. <laughs> Not right, sure action. why you You that. would go action, you nerd. All right. <laughs> Are you going to go rom-com? Because that'd be hot. No, I'll, I'll tell you later. I'll do actors and then I'll do genre. And then I mean, it'll you make can sense. pick in whatever order you want. Actor number one, Idris, Al or Idris Alba. No, I had Elba. him. Is it Alba or Alba? Elba with an E. I had him Idris though. Elba. Dang. Dude, I've watched a couple of his stuff lately and I've fallen in love with that man. He's in Extraction too. Okay, I'm watching it. I know. I uh, started watching it last night and yelled up. I was like, Kaylin, Idris is in this. Dang, He's I didn't, so good. I, there's a chance that I thought that you might would pick him. I love him. I really wanted him in my movie, though. I'm going to go director Christopher Nolan. Ooh, okay. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go a little curveball here. And I, actor number two is Reese Witherspoon. Mm. That's a good, good pick. <laughs> Interesting <laughs> pairing. Yeah. But could be nice, you know. Yeah. You never know that you have a Matthew McConaughey, Kate Hudson combination until you try. You okay, know? I like that. I you like know what I'm that saying? a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go. So I picked two. I'm going to pick Florence Pugh as an actor, actor actress. I'm going to go straight actors. I'm going to go number three, Jason Sudeikis. And wait till I tell you this plot. Um, really wanted Idris. Let's throw <laughs> Leo in this. Who? Leonardo DiCaprio. 
respect. I'm going to go straight down. Director Martin Scorsese, mm. who is an absolute Dang, yours composer. is looking pretty nice. Yeah, it is. I'm going to do Daniel Craig. Oh, James Bond? James Bond. So get this. Oh, composer. I'll do composer first. Composer, of course, is anyone shocked? Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to make a, a gas soundtrack. He's going to make two songs, and I'll explain them later. Two of them. Yes. I'm excited about your plot yeah. or, or genre or whatever it is. Yeah. I'm going to do Hans Zimmer. It's classics. Han Solo? Han Solo Zimmer. <laughs> So genre for me, it's going to be a thriller rom-com. A thriller (laughs) rom-com. I like it. So that's why you've got interest in So it's a a thriller rom-com. Here's what I'm thinking, right? I'm thinking Sudeikis and Witherspoon are dating, okay, or married. One of the two, dating or married. And they're funny, like, couple. They have a couple kids, suburban, you know, type of thing. Idris comes in play because him and Jason Sudeikis were best friends in high school, but they both bullied or picked on a kid who was now targeting them to kill them. And Idris finds out about it and tries to save the day. I mean, I don't even think you need Martin Scorsese for this. Dude, like, that came maybe, up that maybe, on the spot. Maybe too. even just you doing that. That was a, a packed one. <laughs> wow. I was thinking mine. Not that this is on the list, but could be, you know, I'm thinking some, some, nothing crazy. Like maybe it's the year 2037. Okay. In a dystopian Europe. Ooh. But not like a dystopian. Like I like a, those movies. Yeah. But not like a, um, the way into the future ones who I'm talking about. Okay. But just like a still similar, but everything's dysfunctional. Different. Different. Same, same. Same, same. But different. different. <laughs> And then I really, I'm going to take Idris from you because I wanted Daniel Craig, Idris, and Florence Pugh. Gas. Wow, to be like all like gang mafia? Probably. Yeah. Or, or who knows? I don't know. I would let Christopher Nolan decide that. Mm. We would work closely, of course. <laughs> but like, if he would run everything past me. Gosh. Like I'm the president's desk, if you will. Yes. Your assistant, actually. He runs a past your assistant. Yeah, and then they would flag it whether it's worth my time or not. And they say piss off or piss on. Oh, episode 32 in the books. Trace Dose in the Our books. Our first Thursday episode. I'm Let so us know excited what you think. for this. I'm excited for it. Peace. Welcome to the weekend.